Hello and welcome to Hollywood Bets Hit the Target English Premier League edition. I'm Chad Nagel, your standing host for today, and joining me in the studio we have Don, Mr. Value Via, and Joshua Gaylord. Welcome, gents. How's it? How you doing? Um, obviously, I had to pop in and make sure that I come in to defend. Um, if there's any much defending that I need to do, um, but I'm so glad that obviously I'm sitting with against Josh and yourself, Chad, uh, because obviously Jesse is just buzzing on another level at the moment. Um, his Arsenal team are just flying high. <laughs> I mean, one Arsenal fan to another. I mean, we have every right to buzz, but um, for me personally, I think five games has to be the look when it comes to Arsenal. Uh, but excited to be on the podcast again, especially in the position that the club currently is. Yeah, and you got Gabriel Jesus flying high as well. I mean, yeah, looking if you, like the bargain of the season so far. Forty-five million. Forty-five million is not a bad one for me. I think signing of the season does come in this weekend. Um, Casemiro, sixty okay. million. I mean, that's a steal for a world-class player, top five in his position in the world. Well, speaking of Casemiro, he's set to make his debut um, when Manchester United travel to Southampton to kick off the game week on Saturday at lunchtime. Well, yes. Um, when Casemiro walked onto Old, Old Trafford, the fans went crazy and they and they gave <coughs> and had the momentum in that in the Monday night fixture. Um, but looking at if he starts and if he plays, um, he's definitely going to be an impactful uh, player. We can agree on that. I think uh, solidifying that that um, midfielding def- defensive midfielder position is going to be world class for for United. So I'm going on this and playing against a Southampton team that hasn't really hit their straps. I really and truly think, based on the performance that Man United did on Monday um, and the and the addition of a world class player in Casemiro, I'm going for uh, Man United on their handicap. Man, Man United minus one, seven to four. Take that all day. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's difficult. United gave an excellent performance on Monday night, um, and I think obviously Casemiro walked into that field in his. Black regalia coming ready for a funeral, and he, they t- they delivered for Liverpool fans. I don't think it was a funeral, <laughs> but let's go. <laughs> um, but it's difficult to just like automatically uh, look at the United that played against Brentford and look at the United that played before and last season to just is it a more like you, you don't know which United's going to turn yes, up? Yes, it's, it's definitely a difficult one to see which which United will turn up, but. <laughs> Not taking away from Tenagi, got on the field, he ran, I think it was 12Ks with all of his teammates. It's obviously going to build a better environment, bringing in the right players. Now we can see other players are wanting to join in on, on the United train at the moment. Um, they're away from home. They haven't won away from home in, I think, over maybe seven to ten games. Um, it's very difficult in the Premier League. And Southampton will definitely look at working on set pieces. I mean, James Ward-Prowse has an excellent strike of the ball. Shea Adams gets onto it quite often with the header. Um, I think, for me, I'd back the draw in this one. Is it? Eh? Wow. Wow. Sure. Well, look, um, definitely understand that. I think Manchester United, we've seen two sides to them, and they can be unpredictable. You just don't know which United is going to turn up. They tend to struggle away from home, but I I am going to back Manchester United. I think uh, Casemiro gives them a massive lift. I think they will improve. I think they're going to bold on that that performance against Liverpool. And I, I expect them to take uh, maximum points against the Southampton side who will lack a bit of bites up front for, uh, after Armando Brogia uh, returns to Chelsea. So, yeah, I'm with Manchester United. Don, I'm going to come to you because Liverpool have an opportunity to pick up their first one of the season when they entertain newly promoted Bournemouth. Yeah, well... T- 
what can I say? I thought you would have uh, introduced him as Donuts FC because pretty much they've got nothing in the middle at the moment. Um, you know, Liverpool, as as disappointing as it sounds, our injury list is obviously uh, woeful um, with nine nine injured players um, at the moment. Can so I most, just ask you, is that the issue? Why uh, Liverpool have, are yet to pick think, up their I first think, three points of the season? I think I think it is, it is the issue. It's not an excuse. I'm not making an excuse when it comes to Liverpool. I just think based on the performance... Um, everybody's obviously going to use the scapegoat that, yeah, we lost money and this is the reason. But um, you've got to look past the, the, the money um, departure. Look at what the team that he's trying to field. He hasn't been able to field, um, field a proper midfield in uh, as yet. Uh, Fabinho is injured, so he's on half legs at the moment. He's, and that's the reason why he didn't start the game. Um, mm. So we, we, we're looking at holding and it's patchwork currently in the midfield and hence why the word Donuts FC. Um, I think Liverpool should be too strong for Bournemouth, but yet again, is you've got nine injured players. Um, this is the best time to play Liverpool. What I've looked at for the value bets, I've gone for Liverpool to get four plus corners in the first half um, and that's even at six to ten. So I think that that's probably the value bet for me. Um, but yeah, Liverpool at one to eleven. I can't get in, I can't get involved in that game. Josh, straightforward Liverpool win. I think straightforward Liverpool win, but there's obviously no value in that. Um, Liverpool have been they had a, a difficult start, and Don's mentioned all of the exact reasons why. And I don't I don't blame Liverpool fans for mentioning um, injuries after injuries. And they seem to have one good season. We're chatting about in the office not so long ago. One good season, they make a good push at all the trophies. Last season, they almost well they got one trophy um, and. Then the next season, they seem to fall off a bit. I mean, maybe the players' legs can't keep up with it. Um, and if you still have James Milner and Jordan Innes, not to say that they haven't been quality for Liverpool, but they are aging and they, there needs to be something in the mix there. Um, but in terms of this fixture, Bournemouth have been given a heavy run to start off with, to face Man City, to face Arsenal, and now to face Liverpool. I think maybe they, they haven't scored in two games. Uh, yeah. I think this is their chance to score. Maybe Liverpool get this victory, sorry, but maybe both teams to score. I think I'd be leaning in that department. Both teams to score available at 33 to 20 at Hollywood Bits. Well, let's move on to the this, the heavy favourites for the Premier League. Manchester City, they host uh, Crystal Palace. I think there's going to be a backlash and a big backlash um, coming their way uh, for Crystal Palace as Great as Crystal Palace have been playing, Patrick Vieira has set up his team fantastically well. Um, Sorry, Don, they, let's not forget, they've also picked up maximum points at the ATL last season. Yeah, I, I, I know that. Um, but if I look at Pip's uh, demeanour when he, after the, the, the Newcastle game, and it was a hard four three one uh, three three. They came back from 3-1 to come back 3-3. Mm. Um, you can see the players are hungry. You can see the players uh, are pushing. At, and yes, rightfully so. Um, City are going to push at all fronts. Um, for me, I think that this could be a big scoreline. Generally, what if I look back at the past results, when, when City have dropped points or have... Um, had a missed opportunity like the, like what happened at Newcastle. They come back the next week and they come back with a big backlash. Um, and I think that that's probably going to be the, the case for Crystal Palace. As much as, yes, Crystal Palace are playing fantastically, I've gone for Man City on the minus two handicap at 12 to 10. 
I just well, feel that Holland Holland's going to want to prove a point. He hit the bar. Um, you know, you saw when he scored the gold. Um, and I'm looking at the Newcastle fixture. He he was he he's he's a deadly beast. Um, so an, an an emphatic win. An emphatic. I, I think I'm going on an emphatic win. Yeah, three nil. I have I have to agree with you, Don. Everything that you just said, right? The, the the main point that you made in terms of City come back with a vengeance. If they if they have a difficult run the game before. They always come back with something big. For me, I, I wouldn't be so bullish when it's minus two, but maybe the over 2.5 market with the City win, it, it's a safer play if you want to put it into multiples for, for my bets. Look, I, I do think, um, I, I, I don't think, like, well, let me just say, I expect Manchester City to win. I think we all do. But I'm not expecting it to be so one-sided because Crystal Palace under Patrick Vieira, have been very impressive and they do punch above their weight. And last season they did go and uh, take all three points at the Etihad. Uh, so I think, you know, we've seen some, some upsets. I'm not, I'm not going to predict. I'm not going to back, I, I, I backed uh, t- uh, Newcastle to take points of City last season. You guys laughed at me. I, I was in a, uh, uh, right in that one, but I just think that Man City, because the game's at the Etihad, I'll, I'll fancy them to win, but I don't think it'll be so convincing. The draw is at six to one. If you if you no, want to be a brave, I'll, I'll just I'll just sit back and enjoy the game. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Up next, uh, Brentford um, will fancy their chances of taking all three points against Everton. Yeah, no. For for me, uh, Everton can't travel, and Brentford are strong at home. Um, I can't look past Brentford at even money. For me, is a gift, um, and I think that the way that they've been playing, uh, especially playing at home, um, have, have been too strong. Um, so I'm back in Thomas Frank's men. Yeah, yeah, I'm back in Thomas Frank's men. I think to be fair on Everton, they have been playing. Their football has been looking a lot better than uh, than last season. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, seeing uh, Alex Iwobi in that <laughs> midfield role is weird, but he, he has been uh, being creative for them. Um, but at uh, that Brentford Community Stadium, I, I can't see I can't see them getting points off of Thomas Frank. Uh, Frank Lampard shouldn't get that done. Yeah, uh, Don, you said the writing would be on the wall if, for Frank Lampard this season, and it's, it's certainly if Brentford um, uh, end up winning this tie as we expect them to do, it's not going to look easy for him. Yeah, it's an uphill battle for Frank Lampard. I think he should he should probably. Look at running comrades on Sunday because it's <laughs> it's a big battle for him the whole season, um, and the fixtures don't get easier for him. Um, so for me, uh, I think that he's probably going to be. I think he is favourites to be one of the first managers to be yeah. sacked. Um, you know, so that's that's a market if you want to get involved in. You could look at that as well. Okay, well, in arguably the eye the most eye catching fixture of the set of fixtures, um, Chelsea. Uh, welcome Leicester City. Of course, Chelsea were thumped 3-0 uh, away to Leeds last time out and they'll be looking to respond um, positively. And I think a positive response at 4-10 to 10 at home um, is put into all multiples. I think Chelsea won't slip up two weeks in a row for you. Um, I think that that's... It. It's emphatic. It's going to be It's going to be hurtful. Um, and especially against the Leicester team that's... I still think that there's a missing link and there's a there's a problem that's that's going on there um, in in the dressing room. It's just 
it's not the Leicester of old, um, and it's not the Brendan Rodgers of old. And now we've old. got some unhappy players for Fano. Uh, uh, it's anyone's guess um, if he's going to play on yeah. so I, I the game. We've called it for three weeks in a row that there's big problems at Leicester, in my opinion. Um, and I think that these are the type of games that, that will obviously determine that. And at 4-10 to 10 for me, Stamford Bridge is, uh, is surely the winner. For it, it was always, it was our, <clears throat> it was our biggest feature for the week, this mm. game. Um, normally when we pick a big fe- feature, we look at the most eye-catching fixture, but also like a game that can go any, anyway. <laughs> but is this, is this that easy, as Don says, to call a Chelsea victory, despite what happened last weekend? Look, I think Chelsea will solidify the defence, even though they lose Koulibaly for this weekend. Kukurela gets to come back in the left central back's uh, role, and then Chilwell will have to play possibly a full 90. So the defence seems to strengthen, even though, if you look at it, one it's of the weird, best... It's, yeah, weird, it's saying weird saying that. It's weird yeah. saying it, but um, I hear what you say. Yeah, although, and, and thinking about it, the pace of Vardy, Kukurela could cover him in that defensive role as well. I think from a defensive aspect, Chelsea strengthened a bit, and whenever their their backline is strong, the front thrives. Um, the players just need to come to the party in the front in finding the back of the net. Yeah. I mean, Kai Havertz, he's an excellent player. He runs very well in behind, but at sometimes just in front of goal, he Finishing. misses the mark. Yeah. Um, Sterling, excellent signing, but also I think they just need to something needs to click in the front of the park. Yeah. But I think it is that backline. If that backline comes right for Chelsea, it works out. And um, in terms of what Don was mentioning about the dressing room at Leicester. He's spot on. I mean, Fofana obviously is wanting his way out. Uh, I think Telemans also, is also, he's also on, no. on his way out. He didn't get a feature last week. Um, so there are some players that are wanting to leave. And then you've... Madison still on the court so for, yeah. for Newcastle. But he scored an excellent free kick last week. It's a big week, week for some, um, it's a, it's some a, players. Yeah, yeah some so players are giving week. their all. Some players <laughs> are on their way out. It's a difficult, difficult one for Brendan Rodgers, but Chelsea, Chelsea should get the victory. Well, I'm also going to back Chelsea. Oh, we do, we <laughs> understand why. <laughs> <laughs> look, be, be, because uh, you know, you, you look at that Leicester team. Uh, does Jamie Vardy? Does Jamie Vardy still in fe- uh, still in still fear like he did in past seasons? I'm 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 not too sure. I actually think that Kulabali could get away with missing this fixture, Leicester. Of course, there's the like we like we just spoke about it now. Like you know, there's a lot going wrong. Yeah. Players, uncertain futures, like Tillemans, Fofana. We, we so. can we can never we can never look at Chelsea's um, and have have a problem in terms of squad depth. I mean, they're the candy shop. They can field any eleven. But having said that, I think that Mason Mount for me is critical and key um, in in yeah. order to click or unlock um, mm. the 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 Chelsea woes of scoring goals. Um, so I think that Mason Mount yeah. as an attacking forward in terms of... Well, also Aubameyang set to join as well. Wow. Um, up next, Brighton take on Leeds United. And this looks like this looks like a very entertaining game. Yeah, interesting no, one to call. This is a very interesting game to call because beginning of the season, I had no hope for Brighton and they've just... They've proved me wrong week after week. Um, and I think that Brighton <laughs> for me are, are a team that... You need to fear, especially when you go to Fortress MX. Um, the MX Stadium is going to be is going to be heavy. But having said that, Leeds will take a lot of confidence from the victory that happened last week. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm looking at uh, definitely the the Brighton um, the Brighton game uh, as at nine to ten for for them to be the full time winners. I think that that's probably a game. Uh, but if you want to be more safer and more cautious, the double chance for me. 
um, if you're going to be adding that to all multiples? I think I'm going opposite on this one. Uh, I know that Amex Stadium is difficult and it's a, it's a, it's not a late kickoff, but it, that Amex Stadium is difficult. The fans get behind their players. And I think, Don, what you're trying to say in terms of what you mentioned in terms of Brighton proving us wrong, Graham Potts' quality. Yeah. I yeah. think he is he, getting the squad together even when they have lost big players. I think both these teams have lost massive players. Yeah, yeah Rafinha. Um, Rafinha on the Leeds end. You've yeah. got also Pasuma and Cucurella from Brighton. They've lost massive players, but the, the, the managers, uh, I think even on, on Leeds end, Jesse Marsh uh, yes. was covering the Bundesliga, I think two seasons ago or so. And yeah. I've watched the team play two or three times. They always play quality football. Yeah. Um, and he's... he's doesn't have the signings, but there are players that are stepping up to the plate at the moment. Um, Rodrigo's been excellent. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I've been looking at the fantasy things and I, I could not get him in the squad this season. He's bound uh, this this week. He's bound to score a goal. Um, I think Leeds get this victory and they might just edge it. It's, it's a draw or that late that late winner. I, I just see yeah. the energy from Leeds at the moment. Well, and I suppose it's, well, the it's double, that tough to call. Yeah, the, it is a tough call, but I mean, if you're going to go with, in terms of Josh's way, um, the draw in Leeds is eight to ten. Um, you know, so yeah, that that could be a possible play, but maybe just go for the over two point five goals market um, if you want to really be safe. I think I will just play it safe and take both teams to score in this fixture. Yeah. But I do think we're going to be in for a treat, a real game of entertaining football with mm. two uh, great uh, managers. Uh, very good managers. Um, ending off the Saturday fixtures, um, Arsenal will look to. Um, Keep up their 100% record when they welcome newly promoted Fulham, who are capable of a giant slain. Yeah, I think Fulham have been excellent so far this season. Um, they've come in and they've uh, Liverpool have been a bit <coughs> woeful, yeah. but Fulham took the opportunity. Um, at, of the promoted teams so far, I think Fulham have been the ones. Mitrovic has been excellent, sneaking in and getting those headers. He, he can score from anywhere, really. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, getting on that back post and getting the header uh, like he did last game week, I think he's a dangerous one. Um, when it comes to Arsenal, they have been playing excellently. I can't deny that I'm excited to watch them every week. Um, and I think other neutral fans are even excited to watch the way that they're playing at the moment. But there's always football, five games, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, five games is the mark for me. Um, and there's still two more to go. I'm not putting anything past Fulham. I think Arsenal do get the victory, but we bound the way football goes. You can't win every game. We bound to lose one. I just don't think it's this weekend. Yeah. I'm all over Arsenal on this game. Um, I think at three to ten, it's a bit short for me to get involved. Um, but yeah, add to all multiples. Mm. Um, it's a London derby. Uh, let's remember, but Fulham have been scoring goals, and I think Arsenal have been also been scoring some crackers. Um, so for me, I think there's a lot of goals in this game. Um, I tend to, I'm, tend to look at what the form line is, um, and I think Arsenal are the better team uh, based on paper, based on momentum, based on just what's going on around the positive um, ways that the Arsenal fans have been singing. Um, Jesse hasn't put a gun to my head on this one, but I'm actually going for Arsenal and over 3.5 goals um, in the totals market at 16 to 10. I think that that's probably the play for me. Eye catching. I, I think we can all agree that I think the most the most impressive side so far in, in the Premier League, and I know we are only heading into game week four, but I think it's it's been night and 
they are comparing. Arteta has definitely put up, uh, and you can I, see I what Arsenal, the Arteta, pro- yeah, you yeah. can see the Arteta project. I think um, Arsenal are the are, are definitely the most impressive teams uh, so far. So my question is, are Arsenal in a title race? Now I'm not saying no. Wait, 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 before you answer, before you answer, I want you to think about it. And right now, I want to give our listeners an opportunity. Uh, it's that time in the podcast where you can win yourself a 200 Rand betting voucher courtesy of Hollywood Bets. All you need to do is tell us, are Arsenal in a title race? And if your comment impresses our panel of judges and hits the target, we will credit you with a 200 Rand betting voucher. So tell us, guys, um, without just... Thinking just without answering, just on the top of your head, we we you've just said you've seen the project. At, we are looking at we we're looking at a team that so far yes we're heading into game week four. They are consistent. They look a different beast with Gabriel Jesus up front. The team look the team look united. They gel together. Uh, everyone's playing for the shirts, which is something you probably crave for to see in 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 a couple of seasons now. Mm. Are Arsenal can Arsenal Go all the way, and and maybe even a dark horse. For me, I've said it. Beginning of the season, I said Arsenal break into the top four this season, um, and the way it looks currently, and might be at the expense of Liverpool, and that's just obviously taking the banter aside. Um, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal are are looking a top four quality team. Um, are they in? Are they a horse, a small horse in the race? They may be. They may be a small pony in that race, but <laughs> definitely not one for the title race, in my opinion. I think that I'd, I've been backing Arsenal in terms of making the top four. Yeah. I think when you say title race, you've got to look at you've got to look at the monsters. Um, and yes, City are are, de- are there quietly. Spurs and a lot of people have been making noise about Spurs. Um, you know, Spurs are also in that because if you in- include Arsenal, you've got to include Spurs in the title race. It's it's silly that we we actually making mention of title races in game week four. Um, but I, I like and I'm impressed in what Arsenal are doing currently. Yeah, like I just mentioned, I think Arsenal have been playing excellently. Um, but he's not not a title race. I think last season they had the opportunity to show what they can do in the league, not being in Europe. Um, they've got Europe this season. There is a there is a second string team that can take them to the through the group stages in Europe. Um, and then when the 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 rubber does meet the road, then the the bigger players will come to the party in that competition. I think, yeah. and that that could take some that could take some out of out of Arsenal in the latter latter stages. Um, there's also the World Cup to consider this season. Some players that are in Arsenal right now they play for their national squads, and come January there'll be a couple of players that have to be eased back into the squad. Um, and the depth isn't quite there when it comes to how City is. The depth isn't quite there when it comes to how Chelsea is, and Tottenham as well, as it pains me to say always, and I'll always say that when I mention something about Tottenham, they are looking pretty decent at the moment. They're grinding out victories. Um, even when they don't look like they should get a result, they get a result. Um, not a title contender. What, 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 is, what is Arteta's um, vision currently? What is, his, what is his game plan? What is he looking at? I think... To take Arsenal to greater heights. To, which to is, get them back for, on... For me, as a stepping stone, top four. Yeah, yeah. Now, for sure, look, I, he, I agree if, with you. If Arsenal gets top four, does Arteta go back? Does the board look at him and say, we've done your project, we hear, your, we hear what you've done, and we, we're going to obviously back you? No, I, I think, I think no, that's I, the I, box. I agree. I think yeah. uh, top four is definitely the objective this season. That's certainly the target. And yeah. 
And and right now they look they they look on course to to achieve that target. Um, so those are the thoughts of uh, Don and Josh. They uh, they say Arsenal are not in a title race, but we want to know what you think. If you agree, tell us. If you disagree, we'd love to know. And and like we said, if your comments impresses our panel of judges and hits the target, we will credit you with a two hundred and betting voucher courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Uh, Sunday fixtures. We can go quite quickly through these ones. Uh, Wolves. Uh, host Newcastle. Yo, uh, Wolves. Wolves haven't impressed me as much as as previous seasons, but I've, I'm starting to to see and believe what Eddie Howe's doing at Newcastle. I think that they've only recently just gone out and and broken the bank. Uh, they have a record signing comes in this season. Alexander uh, Isak. Yeah, top striker. Top striker. Um, you know, playing with would, would say maximum. I think that that. That that period could be very very deadly, um, and I like and see what what uh, Eddie Howe's doing in, in terms of Newcastle. I'm going on the both teams to score an over two point five market um, at thirteen to ten. I think that that's massive value for while you're eating your Sunday lunch. Um, you you'll obviously pick up that that one. Look, I can't separate these two right now. Even though in terms of form, the result that uh, Newcastle just got over the last weekend, um, they've played some midweek fixtures in Carabao Cup. Uh, they and so a lot of these teams put out some some quality sides to get through to the next round, uh, and Newcastle is one of those. Uh, I think for me, them traveling again on the road this weekend this is probably a draw. Well, okay, and um, well, in fact, I'm going to back that as well. I think two teams tough to separate, and I think the draw is certainly on the cards in this tie. Um, Aston Villa host uh, West Ham. Winless West Ham. Winless West Ham. I can't believe it. Um, and we had big things for West Ham. You know, we, this is a Europa League team. Um, and David Moyes is, would be looking at the results and looking at the table and saying, what the hell is going on? Um, but the same for Aston Villa. I think that Steven Gerrard two games ago was under massive pressure. Um, and the talks of him and Lampard not making the, the managerial step up um, were, was on... Was a, was the talking points for a lot of people, um, but it's going to be a difficult game um, and a difficult game to call because both teams are under massive pressure for different reasons. Um, I'm looking at the both teams to score markets. I've gone at seven to ten and I've added that to more multiples. I think it will be entertaining, but it'll be very very difficult to call. Both both teams need the win. Okay, and we wrap up the fixtures with. A uh, clash between newly promoted Nottingham Forest back in the big time, of course, and they welcome. Um, they host Tottenham Hotspur. No, for me, sorry. Uh, po- apologies for any Nottingham Forest fans out there. I can't see anything but a Tottenham bloodbath. Um, Tottenham on the handicap minus one, twelve to ten. I couldn't agree more. Is um, it, eh? Never mind the handicap. The, the handicap, but Son hasn't got off the mark as yet. Kane is slowly progresses as towards the 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 end of August comes. Um, so he doesn't they, they, score in August. <laughs> he doesn't score in August, but the the um, the momentum is building for those two forwards, and they haven't clicked together as yet. And it's bound to happen very soon. I think this fixture, the fans get to watch their team go down in flames. Yeah, I think I think saying that they are. are what you said earlier about Tottenham is that they have been getting away with ugly, scrappy victories, mm. um, and. This is probably the game that's going to springboard them into doing some some big things. So, um, and as much as Nottingham Forest are an entertaining <laughs> side and have got a um, a fair, the last time Forest played at home, 
Um, they came away with that win um, against West Ham and the fans were emphatic and they were going crazy. Yeah. Um, but I can't say the same this weekend for, for Spurs. Well, I think Spurs are going to be too strong. Well, I am going to throw a spanner in the works, wow. as I always do. <laughs> yes, as well. Yeah. And that last time you guys laughed at me, but I, w- I had the last laugh with the Manchester City. I, I said they would drop points against Newcastle. And I say Spurs will drop points in this game. I'm backing the draw. I think Nottingham Forest at home, um, they, 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 they'll have their fans buzzing. They play that fast-paced football. Yeah. I think um, Antonio Conte's sides tend to struggle, and I, I would know as a Chelsea fan, they tend to struggle against that type of football. And um, I just think we've seen Premier League upsets uh, since the start of the uh, since the start of the game week. And I think he has one right here. And this is one there that I will be very happy with. Uh, wow. Spurs dropping points for sure. And I can't even hide <laughs> that. See, I'm smiling right now. Like I have so a much. in my mouth. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you've heard it from us. Uh, Please, uh, please do let us know if Arsenal are in a title race. We would love to hear from you. Uh, thank you for um, tuning in and uh, good luck with your betting. Cheers. Any last uh, words? No. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Cheers.